Hey everybody, so, um, welcome back I guess. <laughs> Remember, we're just sharing short stories of the behind the scenes of living with polio. Again, these are short stories for people who don't really know what life is like for someone like me. Um, in order for them to make a better informed decision on vaccinations. Um, many people have always asked me to share, and I have been. I mean, there's been a couple episodes already. Uh, but sometimes it's hard for me to share because I don't know exactly what I should talk about other than, you know, like the technical stuff, medical stuff, um, stuff like that. And someone recently told me, well, tell me how hard sometimes things are. And I said, I share shoes. <laughs> You know how hard it is to buy freaking shoes um but i guess one of the things they also brought up as well tell them how things are now i guess you know and they're about the same in fact just recently going back to shoes <laughs> i got so scared now before i tell the story i'm going to tell you this my feet uh just like any other person grew regularly, you know, but I've always been a specific size. And after so many dramas and accidents and stuff like that, surgeries, um, a surgery, I've only had one surgery. Um, my feet's still kind of nice, you know, uh, like I've always said, I've always had them nice and done. In fact, right now they're white with a little, uh, painted a little skull on them. Anyway, but, um, yes, I glittered it, <laughs> but, um, I was at the shoe store and as you know, I love shoes, but I hate buying shoes because I know what's going to happen. I've learned, um, over the years to save money and buy one pair because it's always tennies and as long as they're laced up, um, I can buy the same pair and just put in the lift and call it a day. Um, we went. And my shoe tore. And I was so mad because I haven't done that since I was in freaking middle school. And it, I, I guess I was dragging my feet the wrong way or, which by the way, I haven't done. I know that I shouldn't do that because it, it can actually increase the chances of me falling or tripping or landing wrong. And oh God, I got so mad. Because they were my good sketchers. They were these really cool sketchers that had this insole already full of, uh, I think it was gel. But it made it really bouncy for me to, to walk. It was very comfortable. They don't make those um, in the style I like. So I went specifically <laughs> to find some new ones because I was like, oh, screw this. I, I can't, you know. So we went. Of course, they didn't have that anymore. And I looked around and again, you know, trying to buy shoes is one thing. So they have the whole BOGO thing, you know, buy one pair, get second one off. And I said, well, screw it. Tennies it is. Um, I found the two pair I liked. And as I'm trying them on, my good leg, my, my I guess you could say the predominant leg that grew standard, um, wouldn't fit in the shoe. It horrified me, horrified me because if that's the case, that means my inches of difference have increased, which means 
I might limp even more or hurt even more. And then I started, you know, spinning out thinking, well, I haven't hurt more, but I have had hurt more in my waist. Is that, in you know, I just kept going and going and going and I, I wanted to cry. And you have to understand, I haven't cried in a shoe store since, again, I was a teen um, and I didn't want to do it. So I, I always bite my inner lip <laughs> in order to stop it. I'm sure everybody has a technique. You know, we're all human. But I told myself, shut the fuck up. And I just stopped. And I, I couldn't believe that I was freaking out again. And I couldn't believe it was happening. So I just calmed myself down. Just breathe. And sat there for a little bit. I sat there for a little bit. I cooled off. Uh, whatever the case may be, just to calm down. And then I tried to shoot again, saying, let me just double check. If I have to go up a size, then screw it. I have to go up a size. And if I don't, I don't. You know, those are the cherries on my cake. You know, there's nothing you can really do. You just got to roll with punches. And I've always been able to adapt. Frankly, I think most people who are different in our society can adapt faster than someone who well, frankly, has not suffered in any way. You know, a lot of people always say that losers learn character. Uh, I think it applies the same to disabled or sickly people. We learn very quickly how to move forward, accept, acknowledge. Now, in all fairness, some of us are a little bit bitter. <laughs> some of us are not. You know, I've can honestly admit I'm very sarcastic and I try to make fun of the situation, not myself, the situation and move on. You know, I try not to talk about it. It's rare when I ever bring it up, uh, but shoes, it triggers me. So I put the shoes back on, I walk on them and all of a sudden they fit. I was like, wait, what the hell? Well, it turns out I was swollen. It was hot. Um, I had been walking along, you know, hours and my feet swollen, you know, they always have when I walk too long and it's hot. I, I'm sure even regular people go through that. So I had unswelled and it fit just fine. And I was like, well, God, <laughs> and I sat down and again, the relief, the relief came over me, you know, I'm trying to just let you know how scary that was for me and it's going to be scary for you um as you grow as you grow you know there's going to be things you're going to find out that i hope no one has to go through but well let's face it more and more people are not vaccinating and more and more people get polio and other things that well frankly i've seen you know a lot of people always tell me well wow, I can't believe it, you have polio. And I'm like, yep, sure do. It was a fluke. Um, do I think about it? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I do, but then you have to get perspective of um, the situation. I always think to myself, and I, I think I said this before, but whenever I feel really sad or or I feel like I'm gonna get angry or frustrated and start like 
getting bitter about the, my situation or something's not going right when it comes to my health um, or my body, period, you know? I always tell myself, suck it the fuck up. Just suck it up. Just suck it up. Stop. Just stop. Just stop. That's what I tell myself. Stop, 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 stop. And I take a deep breath. And then I think about all the things that happen every minute, every six minutes, every eight minutes. For example, every minute a child basically gets taken and can possibly be uh, raped, tortured, gutted like a fish in the black market for their organs. That sucks. Every three minutes a woman is raped. And again, she could be taken, tortured, pimped out, enslaved, you name it. I keep that in my head saying, what the fuck are you crying about? Everybody in the world has problems. Everybody in the world carries a huge thing. And we as humans have this tendency to be able to suppress or ignore it or put our head in the sand or whatever you want to call it, but we do. Imagine if every day after work, after trying to support your family, or if you don't have that, you know, just, just coming home. All you want to do is eat your dinner, take a shower, and maybe relax with a cold beer or beverage or water or whatever the fuck relaxes you. But picture the fact that you think about every problem we have in society today. You would go nuts. You would go insane. So I understand that sometimes we just don't want to think about that. We only live in our little world because it's country. Only think about our problems because there are problems, and that's okay. My suggestion to you is, though, every once in a while, poke your head out and see what you can do to help society move forward. Like, you know, stop using plastic. I don't know, stop producing it. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a lot of plastic. There's an island of plastic in the world. But anyway, enough about that. So... I don't know exactly what to do when a woman asked me, well, she doesn't believe in vaccinations, and, and she's sitting there looking at my feet, and yes, I've been asked, you know, well, ooh, can I see him? <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. I'm wearing chunklas. You can see him. But they meant, like, can I touch him? That's really what they were asking. And I was like, yeah. One girl actually poked my leg and said, can you feel that? Okay, let's get it straight, society people. Uh, first of all, you don't just poke people. <laughs> Ask first. And if we say no and we look at you funny, don't feel offended. You're the one in the wrong, okay? You shouldn't ask that. Maybe if, like, we were, like, close friends and we've known each other a long time and I say, hey, you want to feel it? Sure. Uh, or you're curious and say, hey, can I feel it? Because I've always wondered, you know. But, yeah, I laughed and I take it with a grin of because, hey, fuck it. If they can learn something, touch my leg all you want. <laughs> touch my, my body all you want. Fuck it, you know. I don't care. So she touched it and said, Oh, it's warm. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. 
it's uh, got blood in it. <laughs> but, you know, in all fairness, a lot of people don't know that some of us have feelings. And uh, even though we can't use the limb uh, 100% of the time or period, you can still feel a lot of things. It, it, you know, your connection, your skin, your, your, oh God, what are they called? You know, you still feel it, okay? I can still feel touch. I can still feel the difference between hot and cold. Um, I do know a couple of polio victims that um, are level fives, you know, the the worst of the worst and even they have told me that they still have some feeling you know your your nerve endings don't die right away to a certain extent some of them even stay there which is not always a good thing and not always a bad thing so it, it just depends um in my particular case they um tend to run cold a lot of the time uh, so my, my leg is always cold. And if I'm in a hot environment, it's not good. You know, I, I, I tend to get, like, really frustrated and my body starts reacting. So I, I can't be in the heat. <laughs> and yet I live in Texas. Um, I should be in a cool place. Not cold, you know. I don't have to be in the AC. Hey, I grew up poor, ladies and gentlemen, and we didn't have AC in the house. We had a little fan we put in the fucking window, and that was your AC, Okay. I, I'm not used to that. So I maintain temperatures just fine. It was just if I was in the cold too long, it would start hurting. And um, it's always interesting during the winter, like how much more pain I'm in than, than standard. But, you know, I got used to it. Uh, we get used to a lot of things, a lot of things. So, you know, I, I try my best. The to just inform people about what can happen. So the other thing that can happen to you is the fact that you're going to have a lot of emotional issues. I grew up, and I got to admit, I was a very naive little girl, okay? I have no problem admitting that. I thought everybody in the world was nice. And, there, and no one ever told me I was different. It's like I told you in the beginning. I didn't find out I was fucking different, like for sure, uh, was my first day of school, you know. But I remembered, I was talking, and I, I was with a friend of mine, and I remembered my brother and sister only brought it up once, once, when we were little. We were watching TV, and we were laying down, and I, I think we saw someone in crutches on TV or something like that. And my, uh, my baby brother asked me, why do you walk like this? And he imitated me. And I looked at him and I actually got really emotional and hurt. And I wanted to cry. And my sister smacked him. <laughs> you know, and, but I just kind of shrugged my shoulders like, I don't know. When, and then after that, we didn't talk about it anymore. I don't, I think it was because they didn't want to hurt my feelings and also because my older sister didn't know whether or not to tell me or not. I mean, you know, that's your parents' job. So at least that's what I think they were thinking because I, I forgot to bring it up to them. You know, I, I'm trying to get information from the, on their perspective because, I mean, let's face it, when you are 
not only just the middle child, but you're also the one that needs more attention. I wonder their perception of this. Like, my perception is very different. You know, yes, I needed attention, but my parents never treated me any different than they did. You know, if I, like I've said before, if I wanted to go run up the tree, run up the fucking tree. You fell? Oh, yeah, don't make a face. Don't make it. Go make a video out of it. Let her get up. And I would. You know, it was rare when I would, like, fuck, cry or something. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's my perception. I don't think they ever paid more attention to me than them. In fact, sometimes I think they paid more attention to my brother. Uh, but only because, you know, he's the boy. Um, but I know there there's a lot of things you're going to carry, emotionally speaking. You know, you're going to... The big old thing that I have always heard every person I've ever met that's disabled, one way or the other, whether it be polio or lupus, MS, whatever, I've, I've, I know a lot of people with different things, is why? Do you know I hate that fucking question? I really do. I hate when people ask, why me? Why? Uh, why not? That is my fucking answer to people since I was very young. Why not? And they just look at me weird, you know. I, I guess I'm supposed to empathize more and, because I'm disabled too. No. Okay? It's not like you can stop the train and say, Hey, you know what? Instead of this disease, can I have this one? That'd be great. You know? Or can I trade both of them for something like, like not happening to me? No, you can't do that. Okay? We don't pick and choose. You know? Uh, we get sick, we get sick. We get in an accident, we get in an accident. I met someone who literally was in an accident, flipped over, like, I don't know how many times, and went off a fucking cliff. <laughs> she said she thought she was fine. And I was like, I hope so. I mean, you're here. And she goes, nope. A rod. Uh, I guess it's like one of the rods in the car or from the car. I don't know exactly. Went literally through her ribcage and she didn't even feel it but it went in an angle where it was going from her bottom like butt area but like top of the butt area through there all the way up and I was like she was like scared and I was like holy shit did she ask for that no did it happen yeah did someone plan it no it's just shit happens whether we like it or not and she ended up being, you know, in a lot of pain. Uh, she can't use her leg on that side. It, it kind of like tore too much muscle or something. So that's a different kind of uh, accident disability, I guess you could say. And um, she kept bugging me about that. And I was like, dude, um, none of us have a choice. It happens because it happens. It's an accident. That's shit. That's life. I go, but you can totally ask why. You can totally cry about it. You can totally scream about it. As long as after you're done crying and screaming, you settle down, you suck it up, and you understand that the world doesn't revolve around you. That no matter how bad you're getting it, someone else in the world is getting it worse than you. To give you perspective 
to understand that, yeah, shit happens. Yeah, you could be mad, bitter, whatever the fuck you want to be. Those are your emotions. But eventually, you're going to either have to adjust, understand, and accept, and move on. Or, you're going to stay in that spot, and you're going to miss out on, and on your life. It took a long time for me to, to understand that. Now, many of you are saying, but well you're saying this and I'm like okay yes but here I pretended you learn how to pretend how to bite your inner lip how to never cry in public or let people hurt you whether it be with words or physically okay I learned to hide it no matter how sad I was or depressed or bitter or whatever I would hide it because I got tired of the look I got tired of seeing other people stare at me when I was in pain when I was crying even though I had nothing to do with them you know they stare at you they feel bad they all these feelings you know and I thought suck it up now that's just me I hit it I didn't understand back then because back then if you wanted to go talk to someone if you needed a counselor, a psychiatrist, or whatever, it was kind of looked upon that you were a little nuts. But no, you're not. You're not. In fact, you know, um, it's kind of crazy, but my doctor's specialist, whatever, there was one particular doctor, um, well, actually not one, several doctors, would always ask me, do you need someone to talk to? And I would look at him, i go, no. You know, I'm okay. Because I knew how to, comp you know, like, put everything in its place. If something bad happened to me, I used to call it my closet. You know, because yeah, everybody always says there's skeletons in your closet. I learned that. So that's what I did. You know, I would put whatever thing that happened to me, good, bad, and the ugly, and I would put it in the closet, and I would close the door, and I would just forget about it. And when I mean forget, I mean I didn't even fucking think about it until I chose to think about it. And then I would take it out of the closet for a little bit, look at it, and say, nope, not ready. Put it back, or ready, and let me deal with it on my own. You know, I, I don't have, nor did I have, someone to really talk to about it because no one in my life, including my friends had a disability um it was just me at least that i know of no one told me they had a disability so you know fuck them if they did and they didn't share but anyway it wasn't until i got older and the internet and all this stuff that i found a support group and i was like oh wow we could just chat online great i, I don't if i cry you can't see me <laughs> uh, of course now they can so I, no, I didn't have anyone to talk to, but I learned to ask a lot of questions, um, to do a lot of things by just not being afraid to ask the doctor, hey, what the fuck is this growing? And what is this bruise? And what does this do? And what are we doing about it? Now, believe it or not, doctors, most of the time they, they try their best, you know, there was only a couple of times I got scared. There was one time I walked in and this doctor comes in and literally says, you have polio? 
what's that? And I'm like, oh, no, you need to turn around and get out because I, I'm not even going to deal with you. Because no matter what training and what medical school you went to, they would have at least touched on, you know, <laughs> vaccinations and diseases. They would have touched on it. And for you not to know that is like, were you paying attention or did you just pass because like you got to see what what's happening? So it doesn't give me great confidence. So no, um, that's one thing I always tell everybody. Don't be afraid to ask anything to your doctor because at the end of the day, it's better to know than not. Don't look in the mirror and say, oh, that red thing is going to go away eventually and it gets worse or that little bump looks funny but you know come on we get told every day as women check yourself if you feel something go to your doctor men same thing you know um there's a lot of diseases out there that do not discriminate they don't give a shit what color you are what religion you are what height you are uh nothing female male they don't care okay so my thing is like always ask questions talk about it let it out when and in all fairness i'm not trying to say you can cry in front of the public um even if you feel uncomfortable not at all whatever feel comfortable to you if you feel comfortable crying at home by yourself and letting it out then do that if you feel comfortable just crying and letting out anywhere at any time at any point in front of anybody then do that but emotions are gonna fly high you're gonna have a lot of questions and it goes right back to being honest not only with yourself but with your parents and your parents with you because whether you like to admit it or not the resentment towards people in your life is going to be there eventually you're gonna learn that it's not their fault and that they're doing their best and they're human and they're gonna do errors. But there's always some things that we're gonna blame. And that's my point. You know, parents who are choosing not to vaccinate, the reason I'm doing these little short stories of my life, of fucked up shit that I had to go through, no matter how little or how big, is because you're gonna have to deal with consequences. When your child finally learns that it was a choice and asks you why you chose this instead of that, you need to be ready with a true answer. And not because of anything other than you understood the science and it was wrong. Or if you answer them with something other than the truth, they're going to know it because we do. You see, people tend to lie or how do you call those uh, little white lies to us so much we, we know how to tell when someone's being less than truthful or less than loving, less than honorable, less than everything. You feel it because you've been treated that way a lot. And by the time I was six, five, around there. I knew being dragged around by my father at the hospital Shriners hospital and talking to those kids we on you and like I said consequences 
just be ready. Just be ready because some of us that are older now, we've adjusted. Well, you know, I, I've adjusted. I've always hope and continue to have a good relationship. Not the best, but to me, it's, it's, it's fine where it is between my parents and my siblings. But to others that I know, some of them haven't spoken to their parents the minute they left off for college or moved out because they blamed them. So imagine only talking to your mom or your dad over the phone once a month and saying, Hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Nope. Yep. I'm fine. Okay. Bye. That was it. That's their conversation all because of a choice. And it's sad to me. Anyway, it, it's sad because hell, my parents are at my house like every other day, you know, just wanting to see if I'm okay. Watch TV with me. Bring me a hamburger. <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> Buy me shoes. You know, they're still my parents. They still baby me sometimes, you know, no matter what age. I think parents will continue to do that. Um, but anyway, that was just another little short story. Um, hopefully I'll move on. I, I, I'm trying to think of what to talk about next. But I guess it, middle school's up. <laughs> anyway. Hope y'all have a great weekend. And um, I hope this helps.